You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we have a, a really hot topic. Um, it's all over the news and uh, probably more disturbing, it's all over the tabloids. And uh, just riddled with rumors and innuendo, and while there may be some truth to some of this stuff, um, it's starting to raise some red flags for um, people in marriages and relationships. And I'm speaking of Tiger Woods and his indiscretions, as he describes them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, if, if you haven't seen this, um, it basically Tiger Woods was in a, a car accident. Uh, uh, I think it was the night after Thanksgiving and it was 2.30 in the morning and um, long story short, his wife broke him out of the car. He was going in and out of consciousness and he was keeping mum on the incident in terms of uh, what took place and why he was leaving and where he was going and, and all that kind of stuff, which is his prerogative and it's his right to his privacy and I respect that. Um, then the rumor mill started going and it started going really strong and he released several press releases and the most recent one, um, pretty much squashed a lot of the other rumors such as, um, domestic abuse and things of that nature. But one of the things that did not, um, dispute or refute was, um, the rumors of his infidelity and none of this is confirmed. However, a lot of people are starting to ask some very um, basic questions in their own relationships, which is his wife's a model and he's got everything and he's super successful. So we're going to tackle the topic today, Karen, of why do does it seem anyway that really successful people who seem to have everything, why do they cheat? Um, mm. So going with that, uh, can you speculate on... Why someone who is super successful, again, we're not necessarily talking about Tiger Woods because this isn't an isolated incident with him being a successful person. It's all over the place, right? (laughs) I heard a show this morning say something about, you know, it's the same situation, just change the name. Yeah, yeah. So why why do we constantly seem to be hearing about this? And, um, I mean, it's it's obvious why the rumor started because it happens so often. So Mm -hmm. why, why does it seem that these really successful people people um, can't keep it together in the home, I guess. Okay, this is going to be a really natty situation to talk about because it's so complicated. First, let me say that cheating is common, and there are lots and lots of reasons that it takes place. There's no one simple answer. Um, Obviously, the media has a real heyday when it's somebody who's successful. Um, But let's address what you're asking, which is why would someone who seems to have everything, you know, 
still be wanting, so to speak, sure. as far as the need for something extracurricular, okay, or extramarital. Well, the first thing that seems blatant to me is they must not feel like they have everything. I mean, I'm just speculating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? So things things may not be as wonderful as they look. Uh, what one uh, what it appears to be on the outside may not really be what's going on on the inside. You know, you often use the expression, uh, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Yep. So, you know, that's the first thing. The second thing is that very often people who are successful or who are in power, it becomes a very heady kind of thing. You somehow think that you're above it all or that um, you're not going to get caught. Um so there's a different kind of mindset that happens. I mean, I, I could talk about a lot of people or situations in the past where, you know, you, you think that it's just not the same rules don't apply to you. The other possibility is that because you're in the limelight so much, you've got lots and lots of uh, opportunities or people who are coming at you and throwing themselves at you, and it may, be, it may be irresistible. So, again, not specifically Tiger Woods, but sure. for lots of people in that um, position in life, it can be very, very complicated, and it, it is more than, gee, you've got everything, what more could you be wanting for? It's not a simple answer. Yeah. And earlier in your response, you said that infidelity is very common. And I know there's no study out there that has a has an exact number in terms of what the percentages are. But do you have a, a kind of a ballpark? Are we talking 50%? I think, I think in my last reading, it was up to about 34% of men and about 25% of women. Wow. Uh, now... So it, Certainly not uncommon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, when we're talking one in four and for women and higher than that for men. Yeah, one in three for men. Yeah, one in three for men. So that's it's really scary and kind of disappointing. <laughs> um, uh, Karen, are there certain personality types that particularly for, I guess, if we're talking there, people who – Ha- seem to have great success. We, you know, maybe it's just that they're noticed more. If we're talking one in three men, it's obviously not just people in power who do this. But are there certain personality types that compel uh, people to cheat more than other personality types? Well, that's that's a very interesting question that I probably a year ago would have had a different answer than I do now. But there was a recent study that was done on men, which indicated that there's a gene um, which um, men have it, they're likely not to stray. Um, and in general, what we're finding is that a lot of the differences between men and women are very biologically based. They are not, uh, it is a lot more than just the way we're socialized. Now, it was one study, and, you know, I, I, sort of hate to sort of quote that study because there may be a lot of people listening out there screaming <laughs> and saying, oh, my God, you know, yeah. have I got the gene? Have I not got the gene? You know, what happens if my mate does or doesn't? But that was the study, that there are um, some men who seem to have this gene where if they have it, they're, they're going to be loyal. 
um, which would indicate that if you don't have that gene, you're more likely to stray. Now, also, in the past, we have located genes that indicate that you might be more of a thrill seeker, that you have a higher need for arousal. And those people also would be more likely to get involved in affairs because they um, are willing to uh, get out there more, go, you know, be more sensation seekers. So, yeah, I guess that there is more of a personality type. Okay. And, and you know, it seems like wherever I go now, um, at least the past couple of days, um, this Tiger Woods thing seems to be the topic of conversation. Uh, and I've heard some people say that Tiger Woods' wife is a model. And again, mm-hmm. not saying that he cheated, but Tiger Woods' wife is a model. And I mean, why would he cheat on a model? Or if if guys are cheating on models or supermodels, what chance does the normal person have in their relationship? You know, I don't think that that means anything, the fact that she's a model. Again, as I said, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And... Um, for all we know, maybe as magnificent as she is to look at, maybe, again, speaking hypothetical, maybe she wasn't making him feel um, good enough about himself um, in their personal relationship, and he felt the need to have um, constant adoration, again, because he is so successful um, that there's just a constant need for it, and maybe he needed that constant stimulation for other people. So the fact that she's a model, um, I think, is irrelevant. I don't think that the rest of us women who don't match up to her have to be concerned with that. I really don't. Okay. And and speaking more of generalities of, of the timing of when cheating takes place, um, mm-hmm. you, you see it a lot where a new baby comes into play or the wife's pregnant. Um, yes. are, are, are men more likely to stray uh, when there's a baby on the way or a new baby has arrived? Yes, that does tend to be the case. And um, there's a number of reasons for that. And again, let me say that there are lots and lots of reasons that cheating takes place. Um, and it's not always because there's something wrong in the marriage. A lot of times, or well, we can talk about that you know, perhaps at another point. But you're right, it does often happen when the wife is pregnant or when there's a new baby. Um, and often that's because there's also a shift in the relationship. Um, it's very important for couples to make sure that they still spend time with each other. Um, there's a lot more stress at that period of um, you know, in the couple's relationship, a lot of times the husbands don't feel that they're getting the same kind of attention or appreciation. Very often the woman is tired. When uh, the baby is breastfeeding, there's a lot of release of oxytocin. And I read one article where the uh, kind of attention that the baby gives to the mom um, is the kind of um, behavior that the woman really gets satisfied with in the normal relationship with the husband. So she doesn't need it as much from the husband. So now he's feeling like, you know, you know, don't I count anymore? And so he might look elsewhere at that time. So yes, unfortunately, when you would think that that would be a bonding experience, it is often a time where the man does stray. 
Mm, that stuff is really fascinating. Um, you know, we've kind of addressed some of the issues of why and how and all that kind of stuff. But um, And I know there's a lot of ways to prevent infidelity from taking place in the marriage. But one of the things um, I want to get to is if one of the spouses has a job where they have to travel a lot, mm-hmm. um, what are some things that you can do to to say cheat proof your marriage if if you have those long or frequent uh, bouts of separation? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. It, what that reminds me of is I had very strict parents who would have early curfews on me as if that was going to stop me from doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and my answer to them was always, you know, I can do these same things before the curfew as I can if you had a more lax curfew. Um you know, so you're saying you travel more, so you're in hotel rooms and there's more opportunities. You can find those opportunities even if you don't travel. Um, what you really need to sort of cheat-proof your relationship is to make sure that you're respecting one another, that you're leaving time for one another, that um, you have a way to let each other know when you're not happy with, you know, with the way things are going in the relationship. Um and the one thing, the one of the biggest problems that leads to cheating that people don't think about is that when you're very stressed, um, that when you start to let somebody else know about your stress, especially about your marriage, mm-hmm. rather than talking to your partner about it, when you're speaking to this other person, you've crossed the boundary. And little by little, even though this person starts out as your friend, all of a sudden, you develop a closer relationship with that person, and that's what really starts to get you into trouble. In other words, you don't mean to go there initially, yeah. but then it starts that way. So if you have those kinds of good, basic uh, foundations in your marriage, and you don't cross those lines with somebody else, I don't know that traveling per se is going to be a problem. If you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. And whether you travel or not, I don't know is really going to be the major problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that's my opinion. I mean, yeah. people might disagree, but that's my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you too. Uh, but I think, um, would you say that it's also um, important for when they are home that they, they pay attention to the marriage? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Steve. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, of course, when you're traveling, you have to make sure that you're calling each other every night, that you're talking to each other, that you're still sharing your day. It's not that, you know, you call and I'm too exhausted to talk. I mean, you know, that that maybe during the day you're sending each other little text messages. I miss you, things like that. I think that, you know, those are the things you have to do when you're traveling. But I think that those items that I mentioned, as far as having a good foundation in relationships, is what's going to keep you solid with sure. One another. Yeah. Yeah. And there really is no excuse these days with all the technology that we have with texting and Facebook and Twitter and everything else to, to not be in communication with your spouse, Absolutely. no matter how far away you that are. That is the upside of technology. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, we're going to kind of wrap up this topic, but one of the things that I did, um, because this is kind of a hot topic and everybody's talking about it, is I posted a couple things on, on the Facebook page, on Twitter, on the Married Life Network, asking people if they had questions. So I picked one. And this is from a reader about Mm -hmm. cheating. And so the reader asked, and it doesn't sound good, (laughs) Karen. Uh, She asked, um, and it was from a woman, 
should you tell your spouse that you cheated, um, adding that it will also affect um, a friend's marriage. So I think we can kind of easily draw the conclusion that she cheated with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, a, friend a friend's spouse. Yeah, exactly. That's a really tough one. And I have to tell you that when I've been to workshops on affairs, there really has been um, difference of opinion. Some people feel you must absolutely always be honest because otherwise you can't have an honest marriage and you can't go forward. Um, On the other hand, I have also heard some therapists say that it's really, it may not be in the best interest to tell it. And if it, it depends on how long it went on and, um, you know, how much it's going to devastate your partner. It's, it's a hard, hard call. I mean, if you tell your partner, here's what I want to say. I want people to know, and I think I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, uh-huh. That marriages can absolutely survive an affair. And that if they go to somebody, to a therapist, who really knows how to work with affairs, that their marriage can be stronger and better than it was prior to the affair. Because very often there really were problems, you know, going on in the marriage. And the affair sort of is the turning point or the point that indicates that something really was going on. Uh, very often, um, if you look at two years prior to the affair, you can see where there was stress or problems in the marriage. Um, on the other hand, if it was short-lived and it was you know, something that's just going to devastate both families and you can put it away and it can really be put away, then maybe it's best not. Okay. It's a tough one. It's a very, very tough question. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, I, I, I know of, and I've heard both sides of the argument too. So it is definitely, um, there's varying opinions on this, but I think you offer some great advice. Um, so to our reader who submitted that question, good luck. And, uh, if, if you are willing to share the outcome of that situation, I'd love to hear it. And uh, if you do, we'll, we'll share it with the listeners as well in terms of what your decision was. So um, that's going to do if, if she's going to go for help, he mm-hmm. or she is going to go for help, uh, make sure that they ask the person up front, um, have you worked with people who have had affairs and have you been successful in helping them to stay together? Mm, great point. Great point. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Um, Karen, that's, uh, we're running, we're running a little long, so we're going to cut this thing off. Um, but before we go, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's particularly on such a short notice. We usually plan these things way ahead. Uh, but this topic came up and and you were very gracious and accepting the challenge. So, uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Okay. And, uh, before you go, I want to let everybody know they are listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationships and lifestyle issues for over 20 years. Uh, Karen offers teleseminars and is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She's also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. 
You can sign up for her free monthly newsletter with relationship tips at choicerelationships.com. And you can also get more information at her website, drkarensherman.com. And uh, of course, you can find her articles on hitchedmag.com as well as uh, past podcasts. So uh, please check those out. Uh, Thank you once again, Karen, and we'll do this again soon. Okay, Steve, thank you. Okay, bye, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.